Crunch time, coming up big when it counts. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to Crunch Time. When it comes, when we come up big, when it counts, I'm Don with the Great Man Sauce, and it's a dynamic duo tonight. And I'm fucking fumbling all over the place. How you going, Sauce? Good, mate. Good, good. No, uh, Lukey, this yeah. week. He's yeah, no, no, Lukey, in an undisclosed uh, location. Yeah, look. Leave of absence, but he'll be back next week. Uh, it's all good. Uh, we'll, we've got it covered. We've got it covered. Uh, definitely want to keep con- bringing the consistent content uh, as much as we can, as much as we can. Um, and yeah, so what do we want to be a nice, agenda? It'd be a nice, quick one, Sauce. A bit of crypto talk, a bit of NFT talk, and then Fire or Flame. I've got some card chat as a fire. And then I don't know if you're going to bring a flame or a fire to finish off the show so but where we will start source is obviously one of the biggest television events on planet earth uh that goes for one day and one day only and that is the super bowl one day every year all eyes on one of the biggest sporting events to ever grace this planet uh people in australia actually take a sick day on that day when it's not an rdo or a roster day off uh which is the first monday of every month um, to go watch the Super Bowl. Uh, that's how big it's actually gotten here. Uh, as I told you, I've been down to a, a number of Super Bowls on a Monday, uh, 10 a.m. in the morning, sinking a frothy uh, down at Sporting Globe or uh, a um, you know a bar, and it's yep. pretty packed out. So uh, especially for a Monday morning, uh, so it, it is it, it reaches the world. It re- definitely does reach the world. It is and uh, and massive. one thing. That is also not just obviously the game and the halftime show, but the other aspect of the Super Bowl that has all eyes on it is the commercials, the ads, the ads that run during the Super Bowl. Obviously, because there's so many people watching it, they put a bit more of a Hollywood production on some of the ads that uh, that run during the time. Big slots. names, Peyton Manning, big feature, big feature, big feature, yeah. But uh, uh, I was watching as, the as, game on the Game Pass, so you get all the yeah. American ads. Uh, it's a but as you, yeah, as you know, it's, one it's, it's man, Gary V, has obviously had a Super Bowl ad before, and he says it's one of the best marketing slots you can ever have because there's so many eyes on it. So he's someone that is a big proponent of, um, of Super Bowl ads. But this year, in flavor with crunch time and where we're heading – with uh, this topic, crypto decided, and NFTs, they just decided we're going to infiltrate the Super Bowl source and give us what? What did they give us? We're not going to play the whole they, clip, but this is what they... They, they gave us this. Uh, that Coinbase, you know, you can't hear the volume, but essentially... That's what it is. Uh, a QR code going across the screen, bouncing around a bit like it's a uh, you're playing pong. You know, you could say, you know, the old pong where's uh, the two paddles on the side and you bounce a little uh, digital pixel in between it. One of the very first uh, arcade digital arcade games, essentially, um, with some, you know, I would say mellow beat uh, wasn't, and they had it really loud. You know, if you had the game up loud, that like the, the beat got louder. Um, you know, as it got as, towards as that the, 60 seconds, yeah. Yes, yeah, it got louder and louder, so it really drew your attention. 
Um, it was funny, just, you know, the QR code on the screen and, you know, we, we know what's been happening around the world with QR codes and how much they've now uh, been, you know, they've been around for a while. They've been around for a while, so they're not new. They're not new, uh, but just the way they're being used and, and uh, utilised in society is at the forefront over the past two years. Um, and boy, oh boy, was that a success. Uh, it was one of the best uh, performing Super Bowl uh, ads in terms of, you know, it crashed Coinbase's landing page where so the that funny th- the funny QR thing code about- led to it crashed. That's well, the how funny thing, the funny thing, source is they spent fourteen. This is a crazy stat um, from uh, this is actually a tweet from Joe Pompliano. Uh, Coinbase spent fourteen million dollars for the QR code to bounce around for sixty seconds during the Super Bowl. An app went from the 186th spot in the app store before the game to second overnight. Just imagine how much revenue they made. That's unreal. That's crazy. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty crazy. It's crazy. Um, And and the crazy thing is... um, Crypto deniers. Uh, That's probably the best word. Well, the best—it's probably the best phrase to label someone. As we know, there's not the percentage of people actually adopting crypto is very, very small, and it's it's slowly growing, but not at a rapid pace. I, I do think that the rapid adoption may come mid to end of this year. We start seeing a lot of it in your face a lot more. There's a fair few ads during this time. I think there was six or seven crypto ads during the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. Man, it, it's just in your face. It's going everywhere. And uh, they're all over sports teams. They're on sports, sports stadiums. Teams. Um, and speaking of sports teams, I can bring this up. This is like an example. Um, Binance is the official fan token partner with Alpine F1 team. Um, another one is uh, Tezos partnership with Manchester United. Arsenal's got sportsbet.io is actually a sponsor of Emirates Stadium. Uh, we've got crypto.com arena. Uh, but this is the Manchester United one. Uh, it's a 20 million pound deal with the blockchain company. Uh, it's just for the just for their training kit source to have it as the major sponsor of their training kit. There it is. That's what it's going to look like for the men's and women's team. So you know it's starting to really creep in. Crypto is usually connected to a parent company. Usually, it's not always the case. The one that we did want to touch on. Now moving on from the Super Bowl. The, the reason why we use the Super Bowl as the starting topic is because we're just trying to point out how big of an audience it's starting to get spread to. Something that was a nothing thing is now becoming massive. As we know, it gets used for NFTs and stuff, which we'll touch on just a bit later. But what we want to start teaching people as well is about some of the coins you can be getting into if you're interested in doing that. And Saucy, as he does trade crypto, will be able to get up a chart 
and do some charting. Unfortunately, for people that are listening, it may not make too much sense because you can't visualize it as Saucy does draw it out. But if you do watch it on YouTube and you are interested listening to the audio, feel free to skip the section when we do get to that. And when you get home, feel free to jump on and have a look at Saul's actually doing the charting um, and giving you a bit of an outlook. But what we're going to start with is, funnily enough, what I invested in Source in 2014, um, flogged it off for Omi in 2019, I'm going to say. I made I made some profit, um, and then I've actually sold everything again. So I started with like 300 US. I've got up to like 800. I don't care about sharing it to be to be honest, because it's just a whatever thing. I just put a bit in here and there, and just top it up and try and get it a bit bigger and bigger. But uh, I went all out in all my crypto and went into XRP late last year when it was around. Let's just be honest, Dommer, you've made more uh, than uh, leaving that $300 in your bank for two years. Uh, Probably. Yeah, with a shitty interest rate of like nothing, of 2%. But here it is. That's what it's at now. XRP, I, I bought back in at $0.88. Cents. People are like, oh, you've lost. I don't really care. You're buying it for under a dollar. It could boom. It might not boom. They've had a few issues with... Um, what are they called, Source? Oh, what are they yeah. called? Over in the States. Oh, my gosh. They were in the courts. They were in the courts. Yeah, they've been in the courts. Uh, I'll, I'll think of what they're called. Um, and then I'll but mention it. They've but been this, cleared of any wrongdoing. Um, they have. So, but I'm going to explain yeah. what it is so people can actually get a bit of an understanding and start familiarizing themselves with XRP. Uh, the company is Ripple. Um, and the reason why I say that is because I feel personally, because I've been following this for seven years, that it's going to become more and more um, available in speech around like economists and stuff when it comes to crypto actually getting implemented within society outside of Bitcoin and Ethereum. So what it is, According to them, it's the best digital asset for global payments. It offers financial institutions the fastest, most reliable option for uh, sourcing liquidity on demand. So it is a digital asset built for payments. It is the native digital asset on the XRP ledger and open source permissions and centralized blockchain technology that can settle transactions in three to five seconds. XRP can be sent directly without needing a central intermediary, making it a convenient instrument in bridging two different currencies quickly and efficiently. How it is used, faster, less costly, and more scalable than any other digital asset. XRP and the XRP ledger are used to power innovative technology across the payment space. Ripple is focused on building technology to help unleash new utility for XRP and transform global payments. Third parties are also pursuing XRP-related use cases. Uh, it all is within RippleNet here. So RippleNet customers can use XRP for sourcing liquidity in cross-border transactions instead of pre-funding, ensuring instant settlement, lower exchange fees, and more efficient use of working capital. Practically trying to get, like, not get rid of all the fees, but reduce them dramatically and instantaneous. You don't need to wait. Yeah. Look, hours and stuff, and I mean, it can't it can't be any uh, worse than some of the other ones out there. But 
Yeah, look, Ripple's been around for a while. They have had a few issues, as we mentioned in the court. If you want to delve more into that, just literally Google um, Ripple's court case, um, and you'll get a whole rundown. You might even get someone else who's run it through a whole YouTube video explaining the whole thing. Um, We're not going to do that. Um, And they've been cleared of of this, you know, whatever it was. Um, So hopefully, you know, it's smooth sailings. Even in that time, they did still see their price, you know, prices you know go up a little bit um it's not like they they went all the way down to zero or, or was very little uh, as i'll yeah. explain uh in a bit but um yeah look it's overall me personally like i've just sort of traded uh ripple i don't actually have any holdings um but yeah i can i can see how it has a good use case i mean it has been around um you know the top 10 coins for for a while top 20 as well um and look i can only give you what i think of uh what i see on the chart really and in terms of that the the other side the technical side that's something if you I, I, someone will always say is like we'll point you in the direction of like something we've looked at um you know we don't want to sit here and go through white papers and everything you know that makes these videos very very long but you know if you're generally in genuinely interested you need you know you need to read some of that stuff um go through read bits of the white paper um and understand exactly what they're trying to do if you don't have any familiarity in uh how cryptocurrencies work or how blockchains work um it's definitely something to you know explain you know google or youtube how like how does a blockchain work um and it will explain the ledger um and how there's two different systems or multiple different systems that at work you know, proof of work, proof of stake, you'll hear those terminologies. Uh, learn what they sort of mean and then it'll give you a better understanding when you're reading uh, papers. And, and it just becomes easier and easier. And all this sort of stuff is just like educating yourself um, within the terminologies of crypto and, and what these certain things mean. So when you go encounter them more often, when you're looking at other projects, maybe you've got a Twitter account, Twitter's like very good for finding new projects and you know things that are coming to market and stuff like that and you can do a bit of research in, in some of them and, and and understand them so um yeah this is just the beginning uh ripple i think ripple has a bright future just because it, it got out of the you know the, the the court case and it didn't really you know all right they lost some legal fees um but they didn't really feel anything other than that their, their price didn't dip heaps um, and if they can implement the the payment system that they envision, as you read out before, dollar, like it has, like it has a very, very, very solid use case. Um, you know, essentially, could in the whole, yeah, the the price of it is like people say, oh, for it to be to go up to like it's at eighty three cents, and people are like for it to get to like a thousand or five thousand dollars, they need to have an input of like there has to be like $14 trillion or some shit or $15 trillion that needs to be pumped into it. But you think about it, if it gets adopted globally and it's had massive, massive adoption in terms of like uh, money being dumped into it, just imagine if it's a global thing. I mean, Dom, what's to say it doesn't become you buy like it at 83 a, cents or you buy it around yeah. under a dollar and it gets to, you know, it gets close to $10. I mean, five dollars you know you got to consider what it is what you going in at but um yeah it's no but you think about it like if it gets to that in the long run then it it could effectively 
if we're talking about the future source, it could effectively effectively be like the Dow Jones of crypto. It could be one of. Yeah, because it's actually like gonna yeah affect currencies maybe. and we don't know. Maybe it's um, it, it's maybe it's 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 all a it's all a uh, I don't know a predicting thing at the moment. You know, you, you yeah, just but don't what know. we do believe is that crypto will get adopted through society at 100%. some point. Uh, and I think it's going to be sooner rather than later. I think there's just like the way it's sort of being marketed. And I mean, that Super Bowl ad explains it all. Um, I told you, end of the year source, they're going to you start it, seeing it really, getting adopted. Doma, you know, and, and if I just, the more people I tell, explain people the things you can do and, you know, how it's not that difficult. And I've explained it to some people, you know, my cousins are a bit older than me. Um, and I'm like, oh yeah, you could probably just like, you know, make this app deposit X amount of money in there per week, just buy some coins. Once you've got enough coins, you know, if you can only afford X amount per week from your wage, then you can stake them. And then by staking them, you earn more coins. Um, and then that will probably be more than what you earn in the bank. If you're just lay- leaving your money in the bank, if you're just putting savings and they're like, oh, that doesn't sound that difficult. I'm like, yeah, it's, 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 you know, some things within crypto, you know, if you don't un- want to understand all of that, um, there are other avenues to, you know, be able to be profitable and make some earnings and, you know, earn a bit of extra cash or at least make your money work for you. You know, that's, right. that's the one thing that, you know, people need to understand, like leaving your money in the bank is like one of the worst things you can do. Um, it just, you know, it, it just doesn't serve any purpose because it's just, it, the money doesn't work for you. So, I mean, not you need to have some, you know, if you've got a house or something, you need to have some money in reserve or something in reserve just in case, you know, your air, con, air con shits itself or whatever it is, right? But you also then, you know, that excess, I mean, it's no good just sitting there and, and earning, you know, bodgy 1%, 1.5% um, when you could probably stake some tokens or, you know, un- learn how to invest some in, in projects, understanding white papers, you know, and there's possibility to get in on projects early. You know, get in on projects for, you know, 50 bucks and, and buy a whole bunch of coins. And it goes outside of XRP. Um, we're just looking oh, at XRP today. This, but, we're just, you know, yeah, touching the surface of what we're going to bring Touching the surface. Um, so without further ado, Doma. Let's bring enough, up XRP. Yeah, I'll, br- I'll bring we'll up a quick the Quick little chart. So anyone, this is uh, tradingview.com. Um, this is like the number one charting app. There are other ones um, or, or application that you use um all right so as you can see this zooms right out um you know this goes all the way back to 2018 but we'll just look at like the last sort of year of xrp pumped up when the market was going crazy uh april it's funny april march what was that that what, what was happening in april march in the card market doma 21 it's gone crazy. I think that was was that around when the MJ went for seven hundred. Um, yeah, know? probably. And yeah, that's, yeah, around that period. Um, and so yeah, was, no, yeah. everyone was celebrating. Everyone was, yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. By Kevin, Durant. he's going to win the title. Yeah, he definitely won the title. All right. So, look, the way I'm looking at this uh, is this is the the daily. So each each one of these candles here that you see is represents one day of data. Um, they're all different candlestick formations. I'm just not going to go into that today. I'm just going to mark out what is the, you know, what would probably be like the support area, what we're looking at. 
and then what would be, you know, possibly a target based off what I'm seeing. So, I mean, that doesn't look like much, but once you stretch that out, Dama, that is actually a fair bit in between there. You know, that's nearly 20%, right? So, if you, so can you explain to people that might be listening what support is? All right. So, support, you're looking for multiple areas where the price is touched. So, in this case, that I'm looking line, at this yep. area, you know, this bottom line here. I'll yep. zoom in. And I'm, I'm looking at, like, the most sort of recent. And then you always look left. So, first point, then, like, second point, like, price is sort of stopped there. Price is touched down here with these, um, with these wicks. I'll get this little tool. With these wicks here, touch there. You know, price is touched there. Price is being stuck on this area here. It's being stuck yeah. there. It's being stuck there. So there's all these little points that um you can you know, identify, um, and that's your support. And it's the same on the resistance. So um, the resistance, the same thing. You know, you can see the points here. There's one. Uh, there's two. There's three. And there's one here as well. Um, so that's what I'm looking at. And then you're looking left and I'm putting a, a line there. So you're sort of looking at this area saying that price is essentially in between, you know, that support and that resistance. Now, what happens often is when a price breaks through that resistance or, uh, you know, drops through the support, the price will then like retest that area and then it will either retest and go down or retest and go up. So that's, you know, that's where you can, that's what the basis of how a lot of people make trades um, there's only one of many ways to understand trading. Um, now we'll just draw like a trend line here so we can have a look. So in my opinion, like um, we're not like going up anytime soon right now for XRP just because there's a big trend line here and it's right near the 200 EMA. So for the 200 EMA for me is the white line. What is an EMA? An EMA is um, essentially that line it aggregates like an average value based off the last 200 candles. So the last 200 data. So this red line is a hundred EMA. So that's off the, that bases that line off the last hundred candles. And, you know, this yellow one is a 55. Um, personally, I have like a multitude. I have an eight, a 13, 21, 55, 100 and 200. That's just like all the EMAs that I like to consider. Um, cause I use like an EMA strategy when I trade. Um, so it just helps me. It's just something personally, you, it's up to you what you decide when you trade, you know, each one, each person will be different. Um, so, but the 200 EMA and the 50, 55 EMA are very key. Um, that's, I would suggest definitely having those. So this is like testing the 55, the 200 EMA and still below the daily, um, trend line so this trend line here from that point there to all the way down so it has to break above that which in my opinion would be like breaking above 90 cents so you want to also as you look left for look for support you also can look right and be like you know what people would look at it and go 90 cents is pretty key so people it gets above 90 cents maybe gets 92 cents maybe people will be buyers there to push the price up possibly to the next level which might be you know could be a dollar fifteen, maybe a dollar. Uh, we're probably looking at like a dollar five, and then first, and then like dollar ten. You go up by fives, it's sort of look looking left, trying to find levels there. Um, you can mark them out if you really want to. So that will probably be like a level where it would get stuck, 
and then maybe another one here where you're looking left and getting a few points here. As I said, look, there's points there. There's a point there. And here there's been touch there, touch there, touch there. Um, price is held up along here. So that's how you sort of draw those lines in. Um, I'm just going uh, that's how you sort of draw those lines in. So, yeah, ideally, we sort of want to wait for the price to go above 90 cents. And maybe if it goes above 90 cents, I'd consider possibly buying some if there's a lot of buying momentum. Um, and then, you know, how is the, how do you know if there's a lot of buying momentum? Well, that's where it comes to understanding how to read candlesticks, how to understand uh, MACD, which is uh, this down here. I'll just give it a bit of a circle. So the MACD, this is called a MACD chart. This is called an RSI. Uh, relative strength index. I'm not going to explain what they are today. I'll just stick to the support and resistance and the trend line. That's like uh, quite a bit. Um, you know, it's one step at a time. Uh, it is something, you know, that I've spent quite a bit of time on over the last sort of six to eight months and, uh, you know, trying to enhance my skills and, and hopefully I can pass some knowledge onto people. Um, and, you know, if people are interested, uh, let me know, then uh, maybe consider, um, uh, you know, options that I know where you can learn uh, courses and things that I, I might be able to put you on to. So, um, yeah, no, I'm not not trying to sell you anything, but it's definitely something you want to learn you're interested in. Um, you know, there are places that you can learn this and, you know, understand when price might go up. So for me personally, I'm looking at this like if price breaks above, um, you know, on the four hour, I mean, this is a good sign because it's broken above on the four hour chart. It's broken above um the 200 ema and it's like retesting and if it breaks up again um yeah then we maybe might look to potentially see prices up close to one dollar so and then you got to think if it gets to one dollar you can if you look left last time it was at one dollar it pumped all the way up to a dollar 30 you know and there was another time here where it was at a dollar and price got held up here look you can see price was held up here and it went all the way up to a dollar 30. So, you know, is there a good chance that if it gets to a dollar, it might pump to a dollar 20 or a dollar 30? Yeah, potentially. Um, so based off what we're looking at to left and looking at other data. But um, I never really, I never really look further or longer than, um, you know, the next sort of 20% in the coin. Because as a trader, you're just looking for the consistent gains. Um, you know, the, the perfect trader here in this situation if you're looking at this and you caught this move here, this is what you would look at. You would like look at a bit of a pattern here where it bottoms out, starts making uh, higher lows. So it makes a higher low here and then a higher low here, higher low here, breaks out, breaks above the 55 EMA, the 55 EMA and the 100 EMA cross. So that's a good bullish single. Plus there's good volume, good volume down here. Then it breaks above you would look to buy into that strength because that's a safe trade. Why is it a safe trade? Because for me, we've got three things. We've got a breakout here. We've got a retest over here. And we've also got a cross of the EMAs here, which would have been at around, you know, if you went down to maybe like the two-hour chart, which is still pretty strong, the cross, look, look where the cross came. The cross, hang on, let me just uh, get rid of some of these points because it gets confusing. If I go down to the two-hour, Cross on the EMAs of the 55 and the 100 came, you know, lower. And plus, you had a retest over here. Buy into that strength. That's a safe trade because there's three things. 
And you know, that's a you know, if you buy into that strength from here, uh, oh, what's going on? That's like a 28% trade in one day, one and a half days, 30%. So, you know, um, that's why you don't really, really look past more than the last next 20, 30% of a coin or whatever. So that's good. Yeah, have you, have it's you it's a good, good start yeah, source. Yeah. So the perfect trade, the perfect trader would have got out here at around 90 cents and the price would have dropped down here and maybe they would get back in, you know, like, or they'd look for the next opportunity, you know, like people would take that money. Um, so yeah, you, you, you got to just win your battles, um, win more than you lose and just, yeah, understand. I wouldn't turn around and off the back of this and go uh, putting money on the market if you don't sort of know what you're doing. But as a trader, you know, it's definitely takes a bit of a process. So I hope some people understood what I was sort of talking about. I don't want to babble on too much and give you too much information at once, information overload. Um, but yeah, there's a, if you are if you are asking for more questions, you can find Saucy at Saucy Collectibles. We can even uh, DM us at Double Coverage underscore, and we'll be happy to help you out. So, a very nice or, source. Or you can it, join our Discord, and there is a crypto chat yes, section where you very can, true. or crypto questions. You can ask some questions, and I'll do my best to answer them. Any questions you have, um, hopefully help you out. And uh, yeah, I, as I said, I did say I've got to do some tutorials, and I am looking to get this MetaMask tutorial: how you create a MetaMask, get you on board. There are people out there who have done it, but you know, hopefully, you know, seeing it from me and maybe someone you trust you that is involved in crypto, maybe you will give it a shot, uh, and and you can, if you want to get involved. I'm not forcing anyone to do anything, but just to un understand it understand it because it uh we think uh and i think and i think i'm can speak for Dom as well that uh it's definitely something that is uh coming in society it's and isn't quick. going anywhere and it's gonna, isn't going anywhere it it's isn't gonna going hit, anywhere Dommer. no it's not it's gonna hit people in like a, a mac truck mate when it actually comes in people will be like oh this was a nothing thing and then when it comes they're gonna be like oh it actually was something and they're gonna be scrambling Literally scrambling. Oh, I need to get into crypto, and then not for anything. It'll push up all the markets like crazy. It'd just be insane. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, obviously, crypto buys into NFTs. He's just an interesting thing. Izzy Adesanya in the press conference pre-fight, he goes, "It's on replay. It just shows the moment I knocked out Robert Whitaker over and over and over and over and over again this weekend. I'm looking to create another moment. That's his UFC." NFT moment that he's put into a chain on a little screen there. On Apple play. Watch. Apple Watch, yeah, Apple Watch. But that is, honestly, that is the future source. Like, you think about it in 20 years, you have, like, you're going to have necklaces with videos playing and it's going to be all that type of jazz. And it's pretty interesting. So just a bit of uh, adoption into society, into, into fashion, into culture. There he is. He's just talking a bit of smack to Robert Whitaker. At the end of the day, he knows how to market himself. He's got to market. He's he getting on board with the UFC moments. At the end of the day, he would have some sick moments. You know, he's done some cool celebrations. They can put some of his entrances in like a moment or something. Who knows? Um, you know, very uh, cool, cool stuff. Like, you know, it's just every time I see something, I'm just like, oh, yeah. You know, another like crypto thing, NFT. It uh, is. It is. Like, it's 
right at the It's fourth. becoming more common now. Like, it's a and, recurring and like, as much theme as people now. don't want to ex- accept some things, like, unfortunately, when there's like these people that are pumping big money into this sort of stuff, it's going to succeed. It's the same like, thing with everything source, electric cars. Like, why the hell would I ever want an electric car? Electric cars are the biggest load of crap. And now they're slowly, slowly filtering in more. They started with hybrids, you know. Seen an advert, Super Bowl advert for like one of those big, you know, they drive, drive the big pickup trucks in America, full electric. Yeah, I know. I know. It's starting to happen. And now they're talking about like carbon zero emissions by 2035. So what do you reckon is going to happen? They're going to start streamlining electric cars in the next 10 years. Like wakey, wakey, people. Government outlaws petrol cars, so it forces everyone to get electric oh, cars. Not, not, not that they'll outlaw it. They'll just the price of petrol will just be through the freaking roof. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how they outlaw things. They just they they outlaw things by presenting a cheaper option than what's available on the market, and then when everyone adopts electricity, that's when they slowly raise the price of electricity each year, and then eventually in 30, 40 years time, it's at the same price as what petrol is. It's fucking just common sense, mate. Like it's a, economics. Like till the next thing, till it works off water. Yeah, exactly. Until it works off hydrogen. Well, yeah, yeah, it's hydrogen, hydrogen powered through water. I, I think that I've, I've already I've, I've uh, read something or seen something on the internet where some guy actually has already created that and just they'll uh, start getting rid of they start making desalination uh, plants everywhere. Uh, no longer to be found, uh, and his plans have never surfaced. Yeah, because they're probably so. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we can talk about that <laughs> at a later day. What usually happens is petrol companies and stuff buy out all the plans and the schematics for stuff, and they just lock them in a vault for, well, lock them in a vault till it's necessary. Then they just pull them out, mate. That's just the way it works. We've had electric car technology for like fifty plus years. That's what people don't actually understand. You can actually go back and research that. So. That's it, mate. It's all money-making machine. Here we go. Fire or flame source. Um, my fire is, because this will be releasing on a Saturday, Hobby Hangout tomorrow. Get down there. Get down there. It's going to be big. It's going to be big. And um, anyone who may listen to this, uh, I think we could be doing something afterwards. Uh, yeah, we might be going out afterwards. I think. This is so we'll, we'll see. Uh, we'll probably will be. We've got to make sure we pack up our pack up the show and everything and and whatever. So uh, before we before we go anywhere, we might meet uh, a bit later on um, after the show. So yeah, definitely definitely going to be a big one. Uh, to add to that fire giveaway on the day uh, tomorrow will be. Uh, double coverage T-shirt, Tyson Beck cards, couple vanity slabs, and potentially break credit to a massive breaker here in Australia. So, oh yeah, confirm, confirm. We got two hundred dollar break credits. Bang. Two hundred dollar break credits to none other than uh, the big boy MJ Trading Cards, courtesy of them. Um, throwing that in there, so it's going to be a good giveaway. Um, massive giveaway. So exclusive to people down at the hobby hangout. Uh, so come down there, visit our stall, and because uh, we'll have uh, yeah, we'll have the definitely... Coinbase the Coinbase QR code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll have our QR code there, and that's the only way you will be able to get access to it. So, sources are. Uh, and don't getting... worry, we do not track your data. No, we're not only up. Uh, my. Uh... <laughs> 
so quick. That was uh, so quick. My my fire is uh prism prism variations on your favorite players, probably vets. That's one to color up if you want to start rainbowing guys. Uh I've actually gone twenty nineteen prism uh for Isaiah Thomas from Detroit. From the Pistons, I got uh, I picked them up. I picked up four. I picked the prism, uh the pink, uh the pink cracked ice. Orange cracked ice, red cracked ice, and a red, white, and blue. All of them PSA nines. All of them around the ten to thirteen USD per card. You know, graded, graded. Great. They're all um, PSA nines. All PSA nine source. Every single yeah, one was graded. I mean, I think we spoke about. We, I'll touch on. You know, as you say that, we we did have a conversation in one of our uh, Instagram DMs about. You know, someone celebrating that he's literally buying uh, Matisse Thybul PSA nine rookies. You know, cracked ice prisms for like six bucks PSA nine. You know, which is amazing. That's so good. And it's just like your story. You know, exemplifies that story um, because you know, or you're collecting, or what you're collecting in a sense, not your story. Because you know, it's it's really cool to see that you can buy that for so cheap. You know what I mean? It's awesome, awesome for collector source to go out there and get some of those cards of the players that they like. Yeah, I understand you won't be able to go get LeBron and Kobe, but not everyone likes to collect LeBron and Kobe. You know what I mean? Some people have like, there's so many just like quirky and some different types of player collections out there that like I collect Isaiah Thomas from the Pistons. Like I like him. And another good example is like Shane Panther collects like Nick Young. You know what I mean? Swaggy P. A lot of people be like, oh, if they get a Swaggy P card, be like, no, I don't want that. But that's what his PC is. So we know we know like Dan Howe cards is just Lakers, Lakers players. That's what he collects, just Lakers guys. I know people that collect just Boston guys. Yeah. You've got plenty to choose from out of those players. I can tell you that much. <laughs> plenty to choose I mean, from. So, there's, look, there's plenty of different guys. Um, but, yeah, I like it. But I like it. Disclaimer, word of warning, though. If you're trying to do this, just be careful on what year of Prism. That's my disclaimer. Don't go straight to 2012 because you're not going to be able to probably afford the variations of the guy that you want because obviously it's the rarest. It's the first year of Prism. It's the rarest set. So don't go saying, oh, I'm going to go collect so-and-so. Even some other players, uh, for some reason, like Barkley, so expensive. In prism, but you can also go look at Barkley potentially if you want to do a color up in the Donruss optic uh, set. You know, you, you can just chop and change. It's whatever floats your boat, whatever design you like as well, whatever picture of the player that they put on the card. Yeah, I really like Isaiah Thomas. He's dribbling up the court. Um, looks really good. So that's why I went with that year. But that's my fire source, and that is. Another episode of Crunch Time uh, coming up big when it counts. I'm Dom with the Great Man Sauce. Peace. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Crunch Time on the Double Coverage Media Network. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and hit that bell icon to know when we drop a new episode. Also, feel free to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Crunch Time coming up big when it counts.